Hey everyone, you're listening to Chronically Creative, a podcast where we talk about ways to creatively deal with our chronic illnesses. And it is now Halloween weekend as I record this and um, just wanted to pop on here and see how everybody was. And I know last uh, time I I, uh, recorded an episode, we were looking for people to come in uh, on the show and participate on the podcast. And um, one of the questions that we were posing was, how do you live um, with someone who, if you're a person with a chronic illness, if you cohabitate with someone else who has a chronic illness, how does that work out for you? And what does that look like? Um, and so that's something I'd want to, I want to address on today's podcast, but um, we don't have any guests yet because I've been sort of um, fielding, you know, people trying to find some guests, which I think I found some pretty interesting people to have on. But I'm still trying to figure out if I want to have uh, guests on every week. Um, it's really difficult when you have a podcast, as some of you may know, because you may have your own podcast. Some people... Um, are just looking to promote a product or service or they're just looking to, you know, be a guest on a podcast so they can, you know, have fun. And I'm really looking for people who want to be serious, Um, not serious like where we can't have fun and laugh and have a good time, but just people who are serious about dealing with their chronic illness and talking about the different nuances and, you know, problems that arise when you live with a chronic illness and um and also some challenges and and then also you know yeah we can be lighthearted and joke about some of the you know the the lighter side of chronic illness if you will i don't know if there is a really lighter side but you know what i mean so um yeah so until i find somebody that i'm confident is meets that criteria i guess we won't have guests for now but, um, you know, if you're listening to this and you, you feel like, you know what, that's me, um, then contact me. You know, you can go to uh, Anchor here, the website Anchor um, FM. You can leave a message or you can go to stephenfratello.com, leave an uh, email, send me an email through there, through my Facebook, Instant Messenger, Instagram, uh, it's Steven underscore Fratello. And um, yeah, so if you want to be on the show or you want to be on the podcast, just get in touch and we can set that up. And um, like I said, there are a couple of people I am talking to or that I did find that I think are doing some really interesting things and I want to speak to them. And um, hopefully we'll get that going um, in a few I don't know by the end of this year because it's, you know, it's, um, it's almost November. So, um, you know, it's busy. Everybody's busy around this time of year. And the second thing I want to talk about is, I don't know if you guys feel this, but I feel like everybody else is returning to, it seems like people are trying to return to normal, like before the pandemic started. And I don't really know... (laughs) Like what we should be doing. Should we be going out? Should we be, you know, resuming 
traveling and taking vacations and, you know, going places and, and, you know, congregating. And, you know, I've been looking into, um, you know, going back to doing certain things I did before the pandemic. And there are certain places that are still on only on zoom, like, you know, different church services, are on Zoom, different clubs and groups and support groups and therapy, you know, group therapy that is only still on Zoom or some sort of, um, you know, you know, tele, you know, um, over the Internet or whatever. And um, so and then there are places who are acting like there never was a pandemic and they're never, you know, the pandemic is over. So I don't really know what you guys have been doing, but I just feel kind of confused and stuck in the middle of someone with, um, you know, existing conditions. I don't want to take any risks. Um, I'm getting my booster shot in a couple of weeks. It's a decision I made cause I don't want, I'd rather, you know, I got Moderna two shots and had no real reaction to it. So thank God for that. So I have no problem getting another Moderna, you know, booster shot. If it's half the dose, hopefully all goes well. I'll keep it posted on that. But, um, yeah, it just seems like people have, you know, gotten vaccinated and the COVID rates have been dropping. Thank God. And we're happy about that. I couldn't be happier, but you know, um, it's not, I don't feel like every time they drop, people play fast and loose and they get a little bit too uh, adventurous. And then we have spikes. And right now it's, you know, that time where we're entering into the winter season almost and you don't want to mess around and have a spike over the winter. So um, that's the other thing I want to ta- talk about. But first, going back to do you cohabitate with someone with a chronic illness? I cohabitate with family members and we are all on disability. We all have um, a chronic illness of some sort, whether temporary or permanent. And um, it's difficult because um, we all try to help each other out as best we can. Things that I can't do, maybe somebody else in my family can do. Uh, Things that they can't do, maybe I can do. But um, there are days where we're kind of all in, you know, a funk and it's hard and sometimes it clashes. And but we've figured out a pretty good um, dynamic. I think everybody has figured out um, how to navigate um, their illness. So we don't really that we're more helpful to each other than we are, you know, a burden or a problem. And then, you know, but in the past, I was in relationships with people who were either, you know, had mental illnesses, physical illnesses or addictions and stuff like that. And it really, you know, we really it it was bad. I mean, we should not have been in that situation. So um, sometimes I think living together or cohabitating with someone who has a mental or physical uh, illness when you have one as well can go both ways. It can go either positively or negatively. And, um, of course we all have our ups and downs and we all have like, sometimes we have good days and bad days. And I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about, you know, where it becomes really toxic and it really becomes, 
a matter of um, is it healthy for the both of you to live together? And um, so that's what I'm talking about. Uh, so I see the difference from past situations that I've been in versus a current, a current situation where, you know, we're all dealing with our issues, but we're, we don't step on each other's toes too much. We, we're more helpful to each other than we are hurtful. So, um, and I just think that we, it's taken a while to get there. I think we've all sort of, um, we all have our own live, you know, our own separate living spaces. So I think that's a good thing too. We all can go get away from each other when we need to, but also, um, I think we've learned over the years, like if you, you know, how, what works and what doesn't work and trial and error and stuff like that. So that's just something that I've been thinking about because sometimes I feel like in relationships, is it better to team up with someone who is uh, not chronically ill? Um, sometimes they don't understand and they don't get it. Um, but sometimes people who are chronically ill don't understand and don't get it either. Sometimes they do, but then even if they get it, they're not necessarily the most healthiest person to be uh, paired with. So, you know, just wondering if you're looking for a roommate or if, you, um, if you're living with somebody, do you look for someone who's in a similar situation as you? Do you have um, a partner that also um, deals with the same issues you do and I'd be interested in exploring this a little bit more and uh, definitely would love to have guests on because I think that would be great to have um, people who live together and uh, have chronic illnesses and see how they navigate and how that works so like I said get in touch and we can uh, maybe set it up so moving on um yeah, life has seemed to be returning, seems to be returning to somewhat normalcy, normal, um, uh, constant, you know, Broadway, I live in New York, Broadway is opening, um, you have to be vaccinated, of course, to go to the shows, but, um, it's, I'm happy to see Broadway opened because it's one of my favorite pastimes and, it's I'm a big Broadway fan. I'm a big Broadway nerd and I love, you know, going to musicals and and whatever any play on Broadway, off Broadway, I'm there. Sign me up. Um so I'm happy about it, but uh I just wonder, you know, there are people going to clubs and stuff now and bars that are opened and you know, you have to show ID to be vaccinated, but like, are we going back? I mean, friends of mine are taking vacations to, to, to foreign countries and, uh, it's sort of like, well, maybe that's too much. Like maybe we shouldn't be getting on planes and going flying internationally yet, you know, until we get this more under control. And then, you know, some people just feel like, well, you know what? I got to live my life and I'm vaccinated and I'm wearing a mask and I'm just going to do what I want to do. Um, as someone with a chronic illness and is pre predisposed cause I have preexisting conditions, I'm kind of paranoid. I'm like, I can't afford to get COVID. So, you know, I don't know. I, I would pass on getting on a plane or, um, going to a foreign country or even going to a club or even going to Broadway right now. I feel like, 
even though everybody is vaccinated, there's a lot of breakthrough infections. And, you know, if you've ever been to a Broadway show, those theaters are, those seats are tight and they are close together. You are on top of people. I mean, you can basically, you know, you're basically cuddling with the person next to you. Uh, that's how close you are when you go to a Broadway show. So I don't know if being that close to people, vaccinated or not, is is good right now. Um, so I would say nay for resuming all activities, especially ones where you're sort of crowded uh, with people. But I don't know. What does the CDC say? Uh it changes. And, uh, you know, I guess they're still saying, you know, social distance, wear a mask, even if you're vaccinated, if you're indoors with people. Um, but uh, if you're if you're vaccinated and you you're you can have like 10 people over your house. I don't know. It gets so confusing. And, you know, Thanksgiving's coming. Christmas is coming. Uh, I don't have like a huge family, so I don't have to worry about having like a huge family gathering, but what do you do? Do you have like Thanksgiving again, like we used to and just invite like 25, 30 people, or do you kind of keep it to a minimum and invite only vaccinated people? Or I don't know. I just feel lost <laughs> on how to resume life and, um, so life can also be, you know, really complicated for those of us with chronic illnesses. Before the the pandemic, I remember going places is just difficult in general because sometimes you have to plan meals. You have to um, be in a controlled environment like, you know, with mast cell activation syndrome. Can't have perfumes and scents and, you know... Um, even the ventilation in places, being in crowded areas, you know, extreme temperatures, hot, cold can set off reactions. So it's like a big deal to go somewhere with mast cell activation syndrome. And then with the pandemic going on, it's even a bigger deal. So it just seems like a major burden and it's exhausting. And I just feel like, you know, it may not be healthy, but I'm like, let me just sit in my chair here and put on Netflix or something and just hang out. You know, tomorrow's Halloween. This is today's October 30th, 2021, and tomorrow is Halloween. And we made the choice we are not giving out candy to anyone because um, I, we just don't feel like it's safe to to have children and stuff coming to the door and, you know, making the exchange of, you know, touching things and having, you know, everybody come. So we're just, you know, like we did last year, lights out and, um, we'll leave a nice little note on the door that says happy Halloween, enjoy, be safe, but sorry, we're not giving out candy this year and that's it. So, um, other people I know, friends of mine are going to, like, you know, big dance parties and costume parties where, you know, you're going to be in a room packed full of people. So I don't know. I'm really not sure what the right thing to do is. Um, anyway, so if if you have any feedback on are you having a hard time navigating this return 
to normalcy, if you want to call it that. You know, I don't want to become too um, optimistic. I hope we make it through the winter without any spikes or new variants. And, you know, let me know. Like I said, I always I always look for feedback. And um, so that's what I've been you know, dealing with and just sort of, it's been, it's been kind of tough. Um, I've been wrestling with how to return to life, uh, as it was, which I don't think I can do or any of us really can do. I think this sort of set us all on a new course. Um, one thing that I would like to devote another podcast to is the fact that those of us with chronic illnesses always uh, have been looking for jobs, you know, to work from home. And if you you know if you have a chronic illness and you've asked your employer or you looked online for work from home jobs, you either got scam jobs or pyramid sales, or if you asked your employer, they said, oh, no, that's not possible. We can't have you work from home um, unless you do sales or something like that. And now that the pandemic hit, everybody was working from home. So, it is possible. It is possible to work from home. And, you know, if if people tried uh, just as hard to get advocacy for people with disabilities and stuff to work from home as they did when the pandemic hit, you know, we would be golden. We'd be doing pretty good. So I hope this opens up a conversation at least, um, if not at least more like uh, opportunities to work from home for people with disabilities because it's hard to live off a disability check. Um, I'm, I'm waiting for this administration, Biden, to to create opportunities for people with disabilities. And we know now that you can work from home uh, more easily than was previously thought. And um, so I'm hoping that we, we see improvements in that area and that can be like a whole podcast unto itself because there's a lot of of things we can talk about um in that regard but anyway uh going on 18 minutes wow i really rambled there that time went by fast so anyway i'll end it here and um i hope everybody has a happy and safe halloween no matter what you're doing whether you're staying home watching horror movies on netflix or Uh, streaming horror movies or if you're giving out candy if you're going trick-or-treating with your children or if you're going to a club or whatever be safe and stay healthy and um, I will see you soon all right take care